I know Cool, and Cool's teaming up with a good balanced breakfast. Teaming up with Mr. T cereal, it's getting on the team, the team that knows how cool breakfast can be. You get a crispy corn taste with a touch of brown sugar. Teaming up with Mr. T. It's Cool. You uh, know what I mean? Seriously. But I gotta get a uh, war machine doll. <laughs> a doll. <laughs> Not an action figure. It. A doll. A doll. Man. He was just, he was my husband. Are you now or have you ever been in bed with Don Cheadle? No. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> folks. It's Couch Cast time again. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. I am 80s Jeff. The famous Paul. <laughs> and Dr. Vlarg. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> When we're here to talk Weekend Geek, this is episode number 49. Nine. 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 Nine, indeed. But uh, before we begin, it's always time for news you don't give a shit about. Yep. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say, what's going in my mouth? Wrong show. <laughs> I don't want to know what's going in your mouth. I know what's going in Paul's mouth. Don, Don Cheadle! Cheadle. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There's oh, delicious the Don Cheadle uh, Dr. Pepper out there now. <laughs> Chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. <laughs> what? The Don Cheadle Dr. Pe- is that a different flavor? He's a fizzy yes. good actor. Chocolate yeah, is. is it War Machine Dr. Pepper? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. no. I thought you were kidding. No, it's all Iron Man themed right now. Have you seen the Dr. Pepper lately? No. That's everywhere. 7-Eleven has their cups. Slurpees are cups. all Iron Mans now. No, Walmart has an Iron Man 2 ACDC t-shirt that I saw yesterday. Apparently, ACDC is doing the whole soundtrack. Well, it's it's all of their songs. Oh, okay. But it's like I don't know if there's any new songs on it. But it's like it's the entire soundtrack is like ACDC songs. I just saw today at uh, Best Buy. There's a big book. That's a big special edition CD plus book about Iron Man Two. It's a big pop up book where ACDC. Don Cheadle pops up naked in your bed because you <laughs> love him so much. <laughs> Guess what, Paul? No. I'm gonna take care of everything. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. I want a programmed Don Cheadle mask that says, "I'll take care of everything." With like an so, arm yeah. that rotates so it just gently strokes your head as you, you go to what? sleep. You know what? If he says, "I'm gonna take care of everything in Iron Man Two, I'll flip out. <laughs> I'll be like, "I had a sip." Prescient dream. But it'll be yet another collectible you can't use at your house because the dogs will freak out. No. Voice-changing masks. Oh, that mask is too goofy looking. That new Iron Man mask that they're selling. I haven't seen it. It's huge. Like too like, big for your head here? No, it's big enough for your head, but it, but because it has to be for your head, it's not form-fitting at all. It's like, you know. Oh, these, so it's fat? You can put these hydrocephalic kids' heads in there. <laughs> yeah. It's for, pretty, for fat kids' heads, is that it? Dude, no, it's for... It's just big. It's just big. It's disproportionate is what he's trying you, to you say. You know how oh. big that Optimus Prime helmet is? Oh, that's too big. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks right as Optimus Prime, but as Iron Man, it's like, I am Iron Man. It's like I chubby. I a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it'd be like if... <laughs> If, uh, what's his name? Louis Anderson and Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Whiplash. Oh, I don't care for that at all. Hey, Jarvis, how about whipping me up some gravy? I don't need anything else. Just the gravy. Just gravy on a spoon. Oh, Jarvis, you're my favorite. News you don't give a shit about. THQ and Seafy aren't just making De Blob into a cartoon and Red Faction into a TV movie. They also announced they'll be turning the TV show Ghost Hunters Academy into a game. Uh, what? Where uh, everyone loses. Uh, 
in the new iPhone slash iPad slash DS game. Do you get to play as Dave and Tango? Players will try out for a position on the show's team of paranormal investigators visiting haunted buildings throughout the country searching for ghosts. Yeah. While no details have been released about the gameplay in the iPad or DS versions, the iPhone version will utilize the device's camera for an augmented reality feature. So the... So it sounds like they're lifting that other DSi wow. game right out that, yeah, that Ghost Watch it, or whatever that it's called. That thing, when that comes out, mm-hmm. I'm getting that, and it's going to scare the shit out of me. What I, the hell is when, that? When you get, get it, I look forward to playing it. There's a DSi game that's coming out that you use it, you take a picture of your environment, right? And it will impose, when, when the picture comes up, the image of a ghostly figure somewhere in that environment. In your DS, waiting to scare you. (laughs) It's a ghost. ghost. That's right. God. Long ago, they were alive just like you. Now they roam the ethereal plane. (laughs) Lame. Lame. No, that's a classic right there. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. uh, Ghost Hunters lately? Yawn Town. It has been, hasn't it? Yeah, it's... Ann and I jokingly refer to it as door hunters because that's all they find anymore is the occasional moving door. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's all they find anymore. I invite you to think back to when they actually found the, a ghost. The first, well, they've never found a ghost. Oh, oh, so oh, ghost no, hunters. How no. many seasons have they had? Dude, Quite a few. No, they found Quite a few? Stuff. More than three? Dude, they oh, found certainly. some stuff. Yeah, they're on like But the title is Ghost Hunters. Hey, listen. Why don't they just call themselves oh. Utter Failure? Hey, everyone. Welcome to Utter Failure, the Buddy. TV show where we find nothing. They have found some really creepy heat signature stuff. They found a bunch they of, have, they they found found a bunch of morons to watch their show. If you watch that episode with the lighthouse and you're not convinced there's if, some creepiness. I'm the thing a, that looks over the side. That's, is that, isn't that creepy? Uh, they find electromagnetic anomalies. It it's creepy, like but at the same time, oh you're still not sure exactly what it is. Sure, it, you don't know what it is. It could it's be. probably a raccoon. Yeah, who knows what. Lighthouses and raccoons are like people. I'm going to go ahead and make a very generalized, very broad blanket <laughs> statement that I believe to be 100% accurate. <laughs> All right. All right. If you enjoy ghost hunters, you are fucktard. Fucktard right here. I love the show. I really Dude, do. Dude, it's fun. It's a fun show. It's fun. I don't you believe You have it brain damage. I don't Aww. believe in ghosts as much as anybody else in this room. However... I love a good scare, though. Yeah, it's it's the creepy atmosphere they build that makes it so much fun. And, you know, here's the thing. The old, I mean, it's it's gotten harder to watch, though. It has. Because everything is fakey. And I've gotten to the point that I now just fast forward to the reveal, yeah, and that's exactly. all I watch. Yeah, that's all you. That's all you care to see. It's like, did they get any? You told EBT? me that a year ago. Did they get any? Well, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. Um, <laughs> and I stopped watching International altogether. But oh, International the 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 Academy is terrible. I watched one season yeah, of the Academy. I watched two episodes of the Academy. <laughs> well, how could it get worse? Every Some French time, people in it. every time Stephen Tango scream yes. right before a commercial break. You dimes to donuts. It was a fucking spider. Yes. Every time <laughs> you come back and it's like, whoa, dude, did you see that little snake? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, did you see that cobweb that almost I walked into? It, oh, whoa. It, it's really become the equivalent of the uh, the R.L. Stein books for kids. Yeah. Where every chapter ends with a, and it jumped out at him, and it was a cat. And it every jumped time. out at him. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and it was yeah. a spider, and it was a cat. And it my was a favorite, boogity, boogity, boogity. My favorite has to be just from what I've seen. Like I'll walk in the room and he's watching it, 
is I, I couldn't tell you who the character is, but where they're like calling out the ghost. Come on, what are you scared? Come on, face us. Show us what you're made of. Blah blah blah. I'm ghost like, hunter Guidos. What? Yeah, it's, you're, it's you're thinking of. of yeah. I think you're thinking of douche hunters. Yeah, douche ghost, ghost adventures. Ghost adventures. Oh, okay. here's the worst thing about that fucking show. Okay, <laughs> that guy is king douche of all king. He really is. And knows he's a douche even more so than king of cars. But she is attracted to him. Mm. She thinks he is the hottest thing. She went out oh. every, so we end up watching that show because she just thinks he's the cutest thing. And I'm like, you know he's a dude. She's like, I know. <laughs> she knows what a tool this toolbox this guy is, but she thinks he's the cutest thing on wheels. So I'm just like, ugh. Related show. Uh, are you watch, Is anyone here watching Supernatural? No. You know I'm not. I'm I'm way behind. I have like, oh, the first three man. seasons, but I hear it's great. Oh yeah. Okay. I I caught it in like season three or four. I think because Deb started watching it and I got to watch it and I love it. You know, right. I think it's a great show. We watch it together. It's a good show. Um, there's this during the last uh, episode. There was a um, a fake commercial for Ghost Facers. Nice. And it's just this screwball <laughs> cheesy thing, kind of like Ghost Hunters, and they go around chasing ghosts. But they're full of shit. Right. Hey, Most Haunted. Did you ever see Most Haunted? No. Oh, boy. Wait, that's what? Like show. I, I think I heard along the line that that's, they're like getting their own little spin off of some sort. Uh, it's something so retarded. So go watch Ghost Facers. They're like, they, they think they know what they're doing, but they don't know Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the two main characters on Supernatural are like, guys, you're going to get yourself killed. Stop. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we you know what we're doing or something like that. So go check it out. That's that looks. Fun. That sounds fun. That's real cool. They they make at least like twenty pop culture references each episode on Supernatural. I love it. Hey, or uh, Discovery's a haunting. Oh, dude, those are super creepy. A haunting. Uh, That's the worst. What I have a oh, name for that one too. Well, okay, give it to uh, me. What is it called? Uh, a haunt? No, I I don't I don't think I have a name for it. It's like it's a it's a <laughs> it's five minutes of scare. Stretched out to an hour. This is true. It's not even five minutes of scare. It's like two minutes of scare right. stretched out to an hour. It's terrible. Well, show. that's American television. Oh, five minutes oh, of goodness I, I stretched out to a half an hour. I like to watch it. I've seen it's a lot of episodes yeah. of Haunting. Believe me. Uh, can but I you're not totally wrong. go off on another arc real quick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go so, way so off. You, anyway. you, you were talking about shows you watch with your significant other. Anne has me watching the new season of Doctor Who. Good, and, uh, good, good yeah, on her. But but we both hate the new Doctor. Really? Yeah. Ooh. And why is that? Because he's whack, did he whack? I haven't seen it, so he's lame. I can't I mean, chime you know, in. But g- Good luck following Tenet and doing anything. But, That's but true. Yeah. And, but I was the one like, Big shoes give him, I was like, give him his time. Give him some time. I'm going to give him a little time. And I was too, but but like this last episode with the space whale, did you see that, that shit? That one was good. Whoa. That's not the last episode. The oh, last no, no, the I'm on the Angels one. Yeah, the Angels one, because I always loved the Angels. I always thought they were good. But I want to give him a little time because maybe it's not him. Maybe it's the writing. Hey, buddy, yeah, and I agree. I'm sure that that's part of it. That's part. That's definitely a big part of it. You think but, it's because uh, Russell Davies has left the show? Could be. Yeah, Russell yeah, Davies is that's, great. That's what we really now. Think Eccleston needed uh, some time. The writers needed some time. So. I thought Eccleston was great out the box. Pretty much, though. I don't know. He's just a really good actor. I'm gonna give it a little time. You know, I thought the Dalek introduction I've was whack. I'm gonna give him time too. But like this, that that that, that space whale episode. I was just like, come on, man. He like, has an emotional outburst. At the end, and I'm like, you, there was no hint of this angst in you for for 40 minutes, and all of a sudden you scream like a woman. I don't know. Oh, put that anywhere. That's why that's we why can't we, have nice things. That's why we can't have nice Just things. running around being the Tasmanian devil around here. <laughs> what else you got? Well, before I go, we're still going to go off a little tangents here, because damn, it's entertaining. Okay. The Just want to throw it out there. 
hopefully this gets up in time, so you'll notice it'll be tonight, Wednesday night. If not, it was hopefully this last this Wednesday. Up in time. Rec- recording us on Tuesday, so tomorrow, Wednesday, on PBS. There is a, a theatrical ma- uh, master theater works series that PBS puts out, but they're doing Hamlet, uh, oh, starring Tennant. David Tennant and uh, Patrick Stewart. That's right. What so, the hell channel is this on? PBS. A beating of great minds. Yeah. So, uh, so if you're into the Bard and into your Doctor Who slash Star Trek actors, so, Tennant is. The I assume titular, he's ha- the I titular assume, character. I assume so. I assume Patrick Stewart's going to play uh, his brother. Yeah. Clock. Cl- not Claudius. What's his name? Oh, wow, you know, can't even That's know That's terrible, why. huh? It's terrible. Us right. theater guys are going, breaking on oh, Hamlet. Father of Hamlet's killer. <laughs> Guy who sleeps with Hamlet's mom. Now that you said that, i got to bust my ass. Very funny. Yeah. Look it up. i got it right here. So, uh... So anyway, so anyway, that's happening out that's, of theater land. I hope that's the case, and I hope it, at one point he says, "Make it so," and then Tennant says, "Allons-y, Sonic screwdriver." And then, and that's then, not what he says. He says, "Allons-y." <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you know you're who? Huh? Huh? Who? Don't. Is that that guy whose house burned down? There we go. Uh, poor Street Fighter. Nice callback. Now that we've yes. gone eight Street minutes, Fight, Super Street Fighter, uh, Super Street Fighter Four just came out today. I picked it up. And uh, I've played about 10 minutes of it and was playing with Cody. Best thing ever? It's really good. I mean, I love old Street Fighter, and this is really good. And for 40 bucks, it's an awesome deal. Cool. If you don't own it yet, get it. That doesn't seem like a lot of money for a game mm. like that. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, I mean, they added, they added uh, 10 new fighters, something like that. Yeah, yeah you were right. It was Claudius. Ah, yes, I you did. did it. I'm not so stupid. Well, that two you. years of being a theater major paid off. <laughs> <laughs> the winner, it's you. A winner, it's you. Um, so anyway, I hope Claudius says stuff like, <laughs> make it show. And then he says, Hamlet, Hamlet. Earl Grey, hot. Careful some tea. And then Hamlet's all, sonic screwdriver. That's not what he says. That's not what he says. <laughs> You're an idiot. What else have we got? In the news I, I, we I, I hope you're about. enjoying this, Tara, because we goes, are not. Really. And he goes, <laughs> and, and then Patrick Stewart goes, and she goes, oh, you'll excuse me. I have to make a number one. Oh, oh. And then, and then he's, you know, Hamlet's like, what? Oh, you mean P? Oh. And then, and then they end up somehow, somehow, they end up at a, uh, a place for mentally disabled people. And, uh, and 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 Hamlet goes retardus, and then uh, you have, you're turning Hamlet into a Tom Stoppard play. Oh goes, my god! And he goes, Sonic screwdriver. Did you give him sugar and before this says, couch cast? Oh, he's drinking sweet tea. <laughs> he's drinking. You shouldn't I'm have sweet him tea. And then and then Patrick George says, oh. uh, This isn't even like the reduced Enterprise. Shakespeare Company good. This is just retarded. Retarded. The back Enterprise back to is. our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Thank you. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Thank you. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers and DC Comics are developing a Batman stage show. What? Yep. But rather than being a musical or Broadway-bound theatrical production, the tentatively titled Batman Live will be an elaborate arena production aimed at kids and families, produced in partnership with the companies behind popular touring shows Walking with Dinosaurs and Mamma Mia!, 
Very little is known at the current time about the story or script, other than the show will feature numerous villains and will be written by Alan Burnett, whose credits include such animated movies as Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, and Green Lantern First Flight. Right. Is it going to be a musical? No. no you just no. said it wasn't. Okay, I'm just making sure. No, it's, it's, I missed that Walking with Dinosaurs, but my wife went to it and said it was awesome. Oh, it's yeah. looked look pretty damn cool. It. Yeah, so it'll be great. Big animatronic killer croc or something like that that could do that. But it, but but the thing is, it gave us two popular touring shows that that the company, Walking with Dinosaurs, and Mamma Mia. So Ugh. who knows which side this will I edge you on? You liked Mamma Mia. What's that? I thought you liked Mamma Mia. I like Mamma Mia, fine. But the problem well, is, I don't like Mamma Mia stirred with Batman. It's a it's not a bad com- not a good combination at all. Are you sure that it's that's what it's going to be, or are you just hoping that it is? No, that's what Spider Man's going to be. Actually, yeah. so that's all right. Well, don't think about what, it. What was the name of the Spider Man one again that we couldn't stop laughing about? Turn off the dark. Turn off the dark. <laughs> and there goes Paul. <laughs> I can I can hear what's in his head, and I want him to stop before he comes I out. Lift with up it. my Shakespeare oh, head. Press the button, and I say, Alfred, Fred. I'm going down the pole <laughs> to jump into my ride. I'll see you late tonight. News you don't give a shit about. Hurry up, my young just, ward. Just talk right over him. I can't. Hop it's not physically possible. get aboard. Oh, We're off to bust the Joker. We're going to fight some crime. It's Batman time. The Ring, the first of many Asian-inspired <laughs> horror films to freak us out with English-language adaptation of a Japanese hit, will be heading back to the screen. In 3D, <laughs> according to the Hollywood Reporter. Is it the fourth or third one? I'll read the uh, third. Oh. In addition to adding a third dimension, the new film aims to be more teen-centric than the first, with the hope of reinvent- reinventing the franchise. I read the, the spec script online. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And, uh, well, it's set on a farm. Here we so go. They're try- what? It is- it's set on a farm. Okay. But it's a specifically, it's a, it's a, ch- it's a chicken farm. It's a chicken farm. It's haunted. It's a <laughs> and they're trying to draw in the youth market, so they're gonna tie lip cock ring. <laughs> tweet, tweet. It's about chickens. Tweet, tweet. Crickets. Crickets. No, the crickets don't. Well, the chickens eat the crickets. Funniest thing is, half an hour ago he was about to fall asleep. <laughs> I think he's got that the sweet slap happy sugar. That's right. And that's <laughs> it for news you don't give a shit about. The oh, rest is no. all, yeah, because the rest is oh, there's all sorts of yeah, news things I, we care about. I hope I can get through this shit. <laughs> at this it's point, be a long one, folks. Settle in. <laughs> so here it is, week in geek. It officially begins. Hey, I'm listening to some two-hour podcasts and loving it. So I don't that's know. true. That's true. Uh, well, here we go. Headline, sex in the city kills Jason. <laughs> what, huh? Is it going to be uh, Freddy versus uh, Carrie? <laughs> well, no. Awesome. No, it would have been great if it was Jason versus Carrie, but apparently uh, Carrie won. When news broke last week that the expected sequel to 2009's hit reboot of Friday the 13th was dead, the question was why? Seems the unkillable Jason Voorhees finally met his match in Carrie Bradshaw. Quote, it's just the simple fact that there are less slots available for a film release, producer Andrew Form said in his interview. Each slot has an inherent value, so if New Line or Paramount, and I'm not saying either or, I don't know how it would be distributed, 
If they only have six slots each, they're going to go with something maybe Sex in the City. Slots? Uh, movie slots. How many? Where Weekends. they're going to put things? Yeah. So it's a different audience. Nah, they don't know. But it's they a don't, different they, audience. But they man. don't want to split it, right? But what you know is going to make three hundred million worldwide, whereas the best incarnation of Friday the Thirteenth doesn't get to that kind of number. Oh. Now, what about Freddy? They're apples and oranges, he says, because Friday the Thirteenth. There's two studios involved: New Line and Paramount. So the money involved gets split two ways. So the Freddy sequel is more likely than the Friday the 13th sequel, well, which has always the, been the problem the is those two sequels. Yeah, but I'm talking about a sequel to that movie because oh. Friday the 13th it, reboot, for its problems, was successful, very successful, made great money. Did it already come out? It was oh, yeah. terrible, though. It, was, it, it, it had its problems in the fact that they made it very realistic, is it which brought up the realistic problems of... Uh, is it stupid? just was not... Well, it's, it's not... They, they uh, made... Actually, they made the character more of what he actually is, a... A child killer? A smelly hick Aww. in the backwoods. Aww. You know, but the thing is... No. You, you can't sneak Freddy up. Was, you can't, was you can't savvy. Not Freddy. Jason. Jason. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's at Backwoods Dick. No, you, you just said, oh, I'm thinking Nightmare on Elm Street. You are. Why? Because that just came out or is just coming it's out? Coming it's out. coming it's out. Coming we out. Oh, we haven't Friday. seen it yet. You know what? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not worried because I'm, I've never been a big Friday the 13th fan. I don't think anyone's like chomping at the bit except for the diehards for that movie as right. they are for Nightmare on Elm Street, which we found even in an informal poll at Comic-Con, if you remember, people are all about Freddy and That's true. not so much about Jason Voorhees. You're yeah. right. Because the movies weren't Jason Voorhees for a long time. That's true. It was his mom. Mm-hmm. It was only the first one. Come on, man. But it's no, always been it Freddy. Cut off head. And it's been campy with Freddy because yeah. you know it's Robert Englund. Robert Englund does camp great. Okay, right. I'm um, confused. But the camp but, is going. Yeah. yeah. Camp. If, so it's not going to be campy anymore. Silver answer, Lake. We're not going to have all these crazy different ways Freddy kills people? Of course we are. We will. No, it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be better than never because of the advent of CGI. They can get away with stuff now that they couldn't get away with back then. So his one-liners are going to be creepy now. Well, it's, the character of Freddy is going to be a lot creepier because awesome. they're going at a more harder angle like the original was. Good. So good. you're going to see a lot of that camp gone. You're going to still see some gallows humor, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's going to be a dark, dark movie. You get some more great one-liners, like, you've got the body and I've got the brain. Oh, let's not discuss part two. What? Uh, Come on, that was great. Dream Warriors? That's what it was. No, Dream said. Warriors is part, part three. three. That is great. Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream Thank you. Warriors. I'm going to sleep no more. <laughs> See, I thought Don was... Dawkins. Awesome. See, awesome. I thought Paul was going for the uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff for the Fresh Prince well, that's, on my street. That's, what, that's where, he, that's where that's he, where, he took it from. That's but, where it yeah. hurt. <laughs> that was an actual quote Dream from the movie. Mommy, I'm yeah. hoping in this movie, uh, yeah, Freddie goes, Freddy goes I've got to go make a number two. And then uh, <laughs> and then the kid that Freddie's trying to kill goes, Sonic Screwdriver! <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't say that! He doesn't say that! <laughs> I hate you. Leonard, all of England hates you. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, for those who don't know, all... One half of you, Spock. The ballad in the original of Bilbo Baggins. Why? <laughs> Why? Of all things. Why that? Because that's what he's known for. It is, is the jewel in his career. And you know in Sergio. That song has the, the strangest chorus ever. That that just tunefully, that, that the way Bilbo Baggins, that melodicness of it is just yeah. so weird to hear. You can't say Bilbo Baggins without thinking of a dilapidated nut sack. It's not so much him, but those background <laughs> singers that creep me out. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, he's only three feet tall. 
dearest little hobbit of them all. Yeah. Anyway. The legend of Bilbo Baggins. He's retired, right? He's retired. Is that what you're going to say? Well, or actually, I, I was going to get to that later, but that is part of it later on. But uh, he was the guest of honor at the christening of Vulcan, Alberta, Canada. Oh, heard about that. As the official Trek capital oh, last Friday. Boo. Official according to who? Uh, according to... According to all, William, I'm originally from Canada, Shatner. Yeah, Nimoy also presented the town Sacula. with two special souvenirs. The Spock ears that he wore during the filming of the original Star Trek TV series. And a lithograph of the original cast autographed by all those original cast members, which will go on display in the next year. So Vulcan, Alberta, Canada, that is Trek Ground Central. Yeah, I can see the next big Trek convention there. I'm sure there's a big one, but it's not as big as the ones we have here. It's probably where the experience will end up going. (laughs) Whatever. They need something to bring in the the travel dollars. Blarf. Flarg. All right, well, well, okay. Uh, What sci-fi city would you like to see? All right, there's a Vulcan. Where, where do you want it? What? What no, city? No, I don't want a Quail Vulcan. Or two. No, no, you don't. But but if you have a sci-fi city out there, what do you want it to be? If I uh, I would like some smart uh, <laughs> some you smart too. town to call itself. Uh, what are you watching? Get out of that. Baggins? Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to stop it. It's not stopping. Oh my Look, goodness! I would like some smart city somewhere to rename itself Eternia. And uh, dedicate their, themselves <laughs> to recreating the world of Eternia, where He-Man and King Randor and Queen Marlena and Man at Arms and Tila. You could have Tila Day, where everyone drinks tea. <laughs> you have Man at Arms Day, where I'm, everyone uh, wears bare arms. I'm sorry, I brought it up. You could yeah. have you could have you Neck be. and Neck Day, where everybody stretches their neck. You know, long. sometime in the future, you're going to be put in charge of something, and they're going to refer to this podcast as the reason why you should not ever be put in charge of anything. I'm in charge of one thing, and one thing only. Sucking. Sonic Screwdriver! No, he didn't say that! <laughs> <laughs> and you thought Seafy's Mega Piranha was just fiction. <laughs> no! no. There was one, they found one? A toothy giant fish was caught on Animal Planet's River Monsters show. The oh. demon fish... Better known as the Goliath Tigerfish is Africa's equivalent of the piranha, only much, much bigger. 80 pounds bigger. Wow. It has a double hinged jaw full of crocodile teeth. Whoa. Whoa. I saw this. I saw a video of this thing. It is a whole freaky as shit. These things exist? It, it, it exi- only in friggin' Africa, man. They, they, things kill you there. Yeah. Note to self. Did they never go to it? Africa. It, it, I mean, those things are just monster. They look like crocodile teeth in the fish mouth. See one? That's awesome. Uh, look it the up if you can. It's freaky shit. Was the fish that had a crocodile mouth? Shut up! It was really Ooh. just a fish. Shut up! But it looked like it had a crocodile's mouth. Shut oh, up! It was a fish, but it had Stop a that. mouth that could Stop a crocodile. It. Stop that now! I thought it was just a crocodile. Turned Stop out it. it was a fish. Stop that! Hey, I saw Stop a fish that. and I said, what's up? He smiled at me Stop with a that. crocodile grin. You think grin. they would have kicked you off stage, Todd, if you'd have done this on your cruise? <laughs> instead of the real crocodile. You no, know, I should have done that, actually. I don't know what, what Carnival would know what to do if you went off wah, script. Wah, 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 They'd probably freak the shit out. Yeah, it probably wah, wah, would mess with them pretty good. They still have those big old hooks that could pull you off stage. That would be great if they did. No, no, you got to get the guy with the broom. Yeah, the Sandman. They'll sweep you off stage. Little clown. All right, just want to say it's a glorious day for everybody in this room. Why? Hey, 
fans of Legends of the Seeker. Ugh. You know that 11th hour stay of execution you were hoping for? Well, you can stop hoping. <laughs> the outlook has been bleak since last March when many of the tribute station group markets dropped the syndicated series. <laughs> Which was developed ah. loosely from Terry Goodkind's fantasy novels oh. by Hercules Xena producer Sandra Raimi and Robert Tapper. Bob oh. Tappert, you fuck! <laughs> ABC Studios, which produces it, kept shopping it around, but oh. they found no takers. Really? People don't buy shit right now? So after two action-packed seasons, legend is history. Oh. Yeah. Any last thoughts, parting words, favorite memories for this series as it makes its great way to the TV show Graveyard in the Sky? I'm going to favorite it in your Netflix queue. You know what? Here's the thing. My sister-in-law stayed with my wife for a while while I was on the boat. And so, of course, she was accessing our Netflix through her computer from time to time. And so my wife starts getting on me last week. She's like, what were you doing watching Legend of the Seeker? And I'm like... (laughs) What the F are you talking about? It's like, it's in the Netflix queue. You watched three episodes of Legend of the Seeker. 100%. I'm like, I didn't watch Legend She's like, you don't have to be like that. You don't have to... I'm like, I don't watch fucking Legend of the Seeker. And, and I'm like... And, and we were scratching our heads. I was like, it's your sister that did it. It's your sister. Listen, when... There was once upon a time where I let Laura have access oh, see? Yeah. to and the then, Netflix and queue, all of a sudden, and yep. all of a sudden, I had apparently watched all this weed entertainment, this <laughs> marijuana uh-huh. movies left and right. If you like uh, weed, you'll love <laughs> oh, Days of Pot. <laughs> if you like Days of Pot, you'll like 420 question mark. Uh, it is funny when I log on there, it is like... Movies you might like, and I'm thumbing through them just giggling. I know, because I don't like any of this shit that's on mine. Because my girlfriend likes to watch The L Word. Well, but see, the, 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 the Xbox 361 don't love the show. There's a couple of good is linked of the to, to Torgo's profile. It's not linked to my yeah. profile that's on the, on the, on the 360. Some hot ladies on that L Word. Woo. Whatever. Woo. Isn't that show over? Yeah, okay, why are we talking about this? Move on. Looks like Fox was an off-base last week when it predicted Avatar could surpass the Twilight Saga New Moon, which has sold 6.5 million copies on DVD and Blu-ray, by the way, as the last year's best-selling release. Because, according to Variety, as of Sunday, the film Avatar had sold 6.7 million copies in four days in North America alone. Of those copies, 2.7 million were on Blu-ray, not only shattering the record that of the previous bestseller, The Dark Knight but also driving the sales of Blu-ray players at Best Buy. Dark Knight, by the way, took 18 months to sell its 2.5 million Blu-rays. You know, I saw the movie once. I don't think I could go... Th- I don't think I could watch it all the way through I again. Go through Which one? Uh, Avatar? Avatar? I mean, it's a long I've seen movie. I've it twice. So, okay. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Right. But yeah, I don't know that it needs I a second viewing. I, 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 I'd like to see it again sometime, but the, the, like, I could only really watch it like here. On this giant TV, and only if there was an extended version with new shit. Well, that's I the will thing. Say that I, like, no way am I going to buy this turkey, dip this best-selling turkey. ever movie. Well, it's a double dip. <laughs> it is. Prack, I mean, come on. Of course, it is. Who are these? Who are these six point seven million idiots? People that disappoint me greatly. Yeah. Right. No, nah, but you know what? F it. I mean, I was that guy that bought the the Lord of the Rings when they came out. Well, because, but, Todd, but with a... the thought of, I want to watch this now, because I would be renting it for the three or four months before it comes out in the Super Special Edition, mm-hmm. and then I would give it as a Christmas gift. 
Not you had the conversation the other day about somebody buying DVD. it, and you're like, you're a fool. And like, I don't care about all that stuff. No, oh, yeah, it was Rick. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what the creative process just, was behind the movie. I just want, I just the want movie. to watch it. I don't want all the special features. I don't, I don't watch those. I don't care for directed commentary. Commentate on these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I th- you know what? He's right. I don't care about director commentary. I care about uh, extended edition. I care about like some behind the some behind the scenes stuff, special effects and shit like and weird stuff. Like was on the uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm. DVD. I love commentary. I don't know why you make me sound like that. Oh, I don't. You make me sound like the retard. I don't know what you're talking about. That doesn't. That's not talking. And speaking of commentary, the only true reason, in my opinion, to Mm -hmm. get the movie only edition is that those are the versions that the riff tracks are based on. Oh, you're right. So if you want to riff track it, that is a good reason. There is a reason to buy it. There's. I mean, there's reasons to buy it. Certainly, there is reasons. Just not very good. Well, at this point, well, but you know, if you're if you're paying fifteen dollars. Yeah, you if you would pay five or six for a online rental of it, mm-hmm. then sure. you're already you know a winner it's, is it's you. It's like renting it twice. Yeah. If and, you're gonna watch it more than twice, there's lots of movies I have on DVD that I really have watched once. But you know what? Put I can the... see Avatar. I have no idea like what you're talking about. Noise movie. <laughs> like I watch the Star Wars movies all the time. Like when I'm doing housework and stuff, I'll just throw them in and let he them play. Does. Yeah, it's great because it's just background noise. Well. If they're just for background noise, you just get the ones that are good background noise, and that's it. I, I just, I'm just not a person who watches the movie four or five times, with very rare exceptions, like John Carpenter films. But that's about it. You have good taste, sir. Of course I do. Big trouble in Little China. Hell yeah, I'll watch that again. <laughs> and Bad Santa every year for Christmas. Oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> that's the Christmas movie. I Graham wasn't that hot impressed with it. Netflix. What? I, oh no! What? It had its moments, but I didn't think it was because you guys were selling me on it being this hilarious. Uber. We had you over for a Christmas dinner, and we watched Bad Santa, and you didn't like it. Fuck you! I didn't hate it. He pisses himself. Oh, Willie, you piss yourself. It's great. It's like these two guys sold me on this this hilarious oh, Christmas movie, movie that I'm sitting here going. When does the funny come? That crazy kid. What's his name? When does the funny come? Bindle? The what's funny comes name? right in the beginning. He pukes in the, in, in the garbage. The and then it says, Bindle? Bad Santa. After that, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be good what's no matter name? what they Wendell do after Bindle? this. What is his name? Wendell? I is don't it Wendell remember. Bindle? The, 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 kid, the little, little kid. His name the, is like... The special kid. Whatever. What the fuck is going on in my left ear? Wendell Bindle. Wendell Bindle. I don't know what's going on. Who cares? There's the fat kid. Bilbo Baggins. Bill, his name is Bilbo Baggins. The Ballad of Wendell Bindle. <laughs> in Hawking, Stephen Hawking's new Discovery Channel series, Into the Universe. I saw part of this. The theoretical physicist. The theoretical The theoretical physicist. Suggests that rather than. Would you shut the fuck up? Jesus Christ. He suggests that rather than seeking out alien life forms. We should be hiding from them. Yep, he's right. At least until we've evolved into being able to defend ourselves against what's likely to be a more highly advanced species. He's absolutely right. Quoting, we have only to look at ourselves to see how intelligent life might develop into something we wouldn't want to meet, said Hawking. (laughs) I imagine they might exist in massive ships, having used up all the resources from their home planet. Such advanced aliens would perhaps become nomads, looking to conquer and colonize whatever planets they can reach. That was the plot of Independence Day. 
Yeah, pretty much. You know what? It's all fine and good, but just know that the lizard people that live in Sweden secretly made him say that shit. Oh, that's right. So, (laughs) if aliens ever visit us, I think the outcome would be much as when Christopher Columbus first landed in America, which didn't turn out very well for the Native Americans. Said Hawking. He's probably right because first they would pollute the fuck out of our culture. I mean, they to use a trek term, space blankets covered Prime in space pods. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> they will also Good lord, man! All of our people. You just keep going. <laughs> Sonic screwdriver. No. Over there, there punch you is. in the mouth. Anyway, no, seriously, uh, he's right. Prime Directive is very important for developing cultures. We're, if we're not ready for the technology, we shouldn't have it. And as soon as they come here, we're going to know what's possible, and some fuck's going to steal some of their shit, and. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. According to this, that's the positive outcome. Basically, they'll come here and say, wipe out this ant well, colony. I mean, a, a, well, he, we don't he, know. We we have no cohesive structure to our probably Earth. watched District 9 and figured out, oh yeah, it's going to be gross. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll come off the ship and say, live long and prosper, and then the guy will pull out a shotgun and shoot him and say, steal everything on that ship! That's exactly what will happen, because <laughs> we're very, very stupid. So they should not make Our listeners out there will get that. that. We'll get that. Directler, God. Directler Turtle. Here we go. <laughs> has a blurb bling. Flable Danglong. Bilbo Wiggins Boblib. Director Ridley Scott. Director Hidley Mop. Who's preparing a sequel to his seminal 1979 sci-fi movie Alien. Is now saying that the movie will indeed deal with the identity of the space jockey. Discovered by the crew of the Nostromo in LV-426 in the original movie. What? That's the planet. In no, no, the space jockey. Did you say space jockey is that big creature they come across before yeah. they find the eggs in the original you know, movie? I don't even remember that. It was like so a long. giant humanoid figure sitting in a seat console. Mm-hmm. That the, the ship was all dilapidated, and then they find the eggs. It's one of the nagging mysteries of the original movie. Who were the race that crashed that giant ship on LV-426 in the first place, leaving a wreck that a bunch of leathery alien eggs for Ripley and her crew to discover? Of course. Scott's saying this only after previously telling reporters that the envisioned prequel would not deal with that subject. So. Did you say prequel or prequel? Prequel. That's the other big news, that well, there's more than one prequel that Scott's going to be working on. I haven't Ooh. seen anything about that, but that would I be interesting. I just read that today. Fantasy. Was I aware I of the original Aliens? Like, I mean, I saw it, but it's so long ago. And they're also probably going to be in be, 3D. I'd be wondering about <laughs> yes, that. Well, it was, it was, you know, that was, you just think, you, you can envision it in your head, just think H.R. Geiger, and, and you'll go, oh, I remember it now. Because it was just basically a Geiger design of a, th- of a, of yeah. a thing sitting It wasn't in a much. It was like a big, no, open, simple, kind of round room, and he yeah. was just... It really captured the imagination, though, because you really couldn't tell what the hell that thing was. It looked like something out of Metroid. Well, now I want to know what it is. And it was like... I, it had to have been at least twice as tall as a standard human. Yeah, yeah I don't I remember it was, like, it was just sitting in a chair. I have a problem with them doing them badly. But... I really want to make a model of that now. Hmm. <laughs> And as uh, previously semi-reported here, yes, his career's dead, Jim, again. This time, Leonard Nimoy means it. After being seduced out of retirement by J.J. Abrams to play Sprock, Spock Prime and Sprock, <laughs> God damn you, and, and William Bell and Fringe, the 79-year-old actor says, it's time to call it quits, the Toronto Sun reported. I've been doing this professionally for 60 years. Oh, that's dead Nimoy on. Nimoy said. That's dead on. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> I love the idea of going out in the positive role. <laughs> Had a great, great time. You are transporting me. Yeah, thank you. That's what I do. <laughs> Master Thespian. <laughs> Acting. Genius. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, Flux, 
has decided not to pursue a U.S. version of the U.K. cult hit Torchwood. Good, because they'll fuck it up. The network oh, was developing that a stateside version not that good anyway. of a Doctor Who spinoff prospect which divided fans. BBC Worldwide Production and Fox Broadcasting Company have mutually agreed not to progress together on a 13-episode serialized Torchwood format, said BBC Worldwide in a statement. We are currently in discussion with several interested networks. So BBC is still on board with the idea. Well, because they, they want to do Torchwood again. Why don't they just do it themselves? Well, I mean, to do it on Fox is to spit in the face of the Everything, X-Files. yeah. And it's, well, it's the X-Files. That, no, it's, it's not like, the X-Files. No, it is the X-Files. No, it's not the X-Files. But Torchwood is the X-Files. But it is so not the want, X-Files. Did you ever You're watch Torchwood? Right. Yes. <laughs> if you want the X-Files, you bring back the X-Files. Chris Carter's probably like, oh, if you want me to do more X-Files, I'll do more X-Files. <laughs> you know, that's a spot on Chris Thank Carter. Thank you. I'm trying to transport you. <laughs> you know, the story of Scully and Mulder is not done yet. I got more stories to tell about them and their Duff. Well, the point is they have to do another Torchwood. Don't because do it. the fans want it. Do another and X-Files. why do they have? But why do they have to go to an American company to do it? Why, they did it so good in, on uh, English television. Now, according they to this guy, as a partnership. Well, according to him, you know, lots of stuff is suck, but whatever. No, it's okay. It's an okay show. I, I think they want to develop show. it to make it more attractive to American audiences. It's just. You know what's going to happen? I'm talking not, not like s- us, like us uber nerds that will watch it because it's good, but like average Joe Schmo that lives in a trailer and goes, what's on TV? I hate to say this. Oh, my God, how I hate to say this. But if they want to do it right, they're probably going to have to go to Siffy because they did <laughs> Battlestar right. And you know how much I hate Siffy, but they did Battlestar right. And Fox and the networks, they're going to have five minutes of content stretched out to 30 minutes. They can do it on AMC. Yeah, maybe. Well, they could do it on, yeah, AMC. They could do it on the History uh, Channel. Yep. Marvel Studios is currently taking meetings with writers and directors to work on small-scale movies based on some of their third-tier characters. Yep. The movies would cost in the range of 20 to $40 million, very small when you're talking studio films, and would allow them to take risks with less obvious characters and with interesting talent. Filmmakers are being offered their pick of characters whose names are only familiar to comic icons for the most part. Properties like Doctor Strange, Kazar, Luke Cage, Dazzler, and Power Pack. Doctor Strange is third tier. Are among the many that are being tossed around right now. It's part of the Illuminati, man. What but the hell? Hey, people don't know. Yeah. Ugh. Doctor Strange is arguably the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe. The attitude He's seems to be... He's also the Sorcerer Supreme. That's true. Indeed. Seems to be Marvel is open to bringing any of their characters to the screen at the right price point. Yep. Luke Cage. No By the eye of Agamotto, I see profits. Dazzler. <laughs> Boo. No, I, I know for a fact, speaking with a friend, mm-hmm. uh, that this is actually going on and, and there's a lot of interested people with some interesting stuff happening. It's pretty cool. But that's great because if they were allowing that kind of freedom to work with the characters to take risks with them, then. That's just it. We might well, have some good movies. If, if you've if you've been reading any of Bendis's stuff, you know mm-hmm. the way he's kind of reinvented Spider Woman, right. and all kinds of things like that. I think, and you know, with Marvel having Icon out there now, they're starting to see, oh, we can take a third tier character and bump them up to level one status. Like if Blade, we, I mean, yeah, Blade was not one of them. Blade and Blade was a good movie. Yeah. You know, they're, they're starting to realize, oh, we need to make good movies. They were fun. And then and then stick a comic book character in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it needs to be a good 
piece of work first, and then it can have a character on there. Like, and who know. is more third tier than Blade, really? Yeah. No, seriously, yeah. yeah. Moon Knight, like he's been yeah. really redone and bringing up. No, his redo oh, is great. What was that? Yeah. What, the, 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 the Anzarello one? That comic great. that you had on the show recently that was like a complete reboot. Well, here's a question. Here's a question. Okay. The comic um, reboot. If you do, if they develop oh, these things, oh. are they under the same restrictions that writers are for the Marvel Universe in that they can't do anything that will fuck up the rest of the universe that the other characters do exist in? Well, that's a good question because with Disney owning it, who knows what the rules are now? Ooh. I'd say yes because they are building that big franchise thing, but... This can just only help to flesh out the world. And so, you know what? Honestly, the fact they're establishing a Marvel Universe with some rules and some specific things that uh, directors and writers are going to have to work around. Right. Well, that's that makes I mean. for That makes for better material. Yeah, honestly. They, need, and, and, they need rules. And not only yeah. that, but if they're opening up these ones that, let's face it, even some comic people don't even know who Kazar is. I don't even know. He's like one of the original, like the Marvel version of Tarzan from way back when. But I know Kazar. But if a director is going up to them saying, "Hey, I want to do a Kazar movie," it's probably because the director who knows who Kazar is, and not because he's read it somewhere along the line. Well, it could be a director that says, "Ooh, you know, I better get on this while they're giving him out." Hey, I want to do Kazar as a space alien. Oh, come on! (laughs) They're going to do a tie-in with a Czechoslovakian automaker. Here we go. What they sell Kazars. Uh, Spider style. Thank you. <laughs> Spider style is a business with offices in France and Qatar. Now Qatar? opening in United Arab Emirates. Yeah. Serving the big corporate geek still unaffected by the recession. Because while ostensibly a specialist cleaning services entity and rope access company, they specialize in providing staff dressed in superhero costumes. Mostly Spider-Man. Which is, what kind of staff? Which is a very practical choice when cleaning the exterior ah, of buildings hilarious. and cleaning it ah. for maintenance and repair. Hilarious. Spider-Man was recently seen performing the final cleaning duties on the facade of the new Movenpick Hotel, Jumeirah Beach, which is due to open on March 8th, 2010. <laughs> At the walk in Jumeirah Beach residence, visitors to the area was noticeably ab- amused by the aerial acrobatics of Spider-Style Cleaning Technician, who used his <laughs> spider sense to abseil with grace along the hotel's exterior <laughs> while occasionally waving to admiring spectators. Yeah, well, that's oh, funny. Give, give it two years. <laughs> so some guy falls. Fat, angry Spider-Man whistled at my wife. <laughs> I'll be damned. <laughs> hey, honey, you're looking pretty good. You got my web shooter all ready to spurt. No. Oh, yay. <laughs> G4 presenter and widely oogled Hollywood geek Olivia Munn is no stranger to semi-nudity. She poses provocatively in the cover of her upcoming book. She regularly dons revealing geek wear, such as the obligatory Princess Leia slave girl outfit. And she even appeared in an issue of Playboy, though she was not naked in it. But carefully covered naked poses that are designed to help the elephants? This is a first. What? In an ad for PETA's Boycott the Circus campaign, oh Munn expresses solidarity with the mistreated circus elephants by not wearing clothes. From thence, once she has lured in the fanboys, she and PETA proceed to drop wrenching details about elephant abuse at the big circuses. Uh, that's sad. Uh, if it was anyone but PETA. Because <laughs> those people are nutty. Uh, side note to that, which I just read today. Uh-huh. Apparently she wore leather boots to the unveiling of this thing. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the people brilliant, gotta go. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever. 
PETA. Boo. Meat is murder. Dude, meat is tasty, tasty murder. <laughs> I'm like the gods of old, man. Shit has to die for my meal. I require sacrifice. I need to assert my place in the food chain. Oh, brace Speaking yourself, of, folks. This is going to be a long for show. Triple George Grill the other day. Yeah. Oh, you bastard. What do you got? I got Patty Power. What? Patty Power. What? An Ireland-based bookmaker service with a strong presence in Ireland and the UK, is taking bets on a new kind of sport. Video games. Oh, yeah. Specifically, Super Street Fighter 4. Ah, see what I tell you! For which Capcom Europe is holding a big championship match between top players Ryan Hart and Femi Attaboy on April 29th. Mm. The current odds for the outright winner bet are 1-3 to three Hart, 2-1 to one Attaboy. According to The Escapist, this is as much about legitimizing video gaming as a serious sport as it is about making money on a specific match. Quote, Video games are as much a legitimate sport as any other, a Paddy Power rep said. We wanted to offer sports fans and game players the ultimate thrill by offering the chance to win big on the outcome of a Super Street Fighter 4 competition. If it proves popular, we'll open, forth, open further books on other video game competitions. Catcom, which is hosting at the Digital Dust-Up at its European headquarters, supports the addition of the event to the Paddy Power lineup. Recognizing the game as a legitimate spectator event, as fiercely contested as any sanctioned boxing match, is a huge step for video games as a whole. Street so, Fighter is as legit as curling ever would be. The only I, I can see where I can see where the detractors are coming from in that any legitimate gambling thing, there's there's certain numbers involved. Like uh, for instance, blackjack, just to to pick something. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, it's, it's all about numbers, and it's a very quantifiable thing. All right. Uh, uh, football, baseball, all those handicapping, uh, there's lots and lots of numbers involved. Uh, yeah, it comes down to the individual player's skill and whatnot, but there are strict regulations and regulatory committees that make sure that there isn't cheating because there's a huge gambling thing. You know, in, sure. In, in. Now, video games, we don't have that regulatory body. No. Also, there's lots and lots of code. Involved, and we don't know exactly if all things are equal. But yet, you raise valid points. But if you've heard any of the hoo ha from that NBA ref who's come out recently and no. talked about how it's basically an exhibition game, everything's an exhibition sport, and the 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 people are de- the winners are determined a long way out. It's all riggedy rig rig. You got better chance of seeing a legit uh, match of Street Fighter than you do a legit. Uh, NBA game. Really? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. And I mean, every every time there's money involved, there's going to be stuff going on, underhanded weird dealings. Well, so yeah. be it. I would rather have my idols and superstars be Daigo the Beast Umehara than, uh, than hey, uh, not... I'll rape you in the toilet, Rothsberg. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I don't think Daigo has that... raped anyone yet. <laughs> but he just signed a deal with Mad Cats to be their special, official spokesperson. Oh, that's right. He's getting his own like stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I don't disagree with you in, in, on, bo- on both your points. That A, it should be video game people that we should be idolizing. And B, there is rigging. Aside from the rigging, uh, the only things in baseball that are that that isn't quantifiable is the human element, and that's where you put your gambling behind. That's why people become well, stars because of the with, human element. The but with Street with, Fighter Four, it's human element. Buddy. There's human element, but 
Do we know for sure that Chun Li is not a better character than Zangief? Well, do we know that the yeah, game isn't you. exactly no. perfectly balanced? No, we don't. Because no. look how many patches come out for any game ever. I'm telling you though, they're working on they're working on improving that. Like this new this new iteration has been tweaked to hell. I'm sure it is. It. But there's the key. They're working on improving it, and yet now they're taking bets. So all it would want, take is a really sophisticated a computer unquote, analysis of this game to see. Maybe Which the people who have Guile, anything? who play Guile, have a little sure. better chance than Ryu. Sure. Okay, all the money's going to Guile. Sure, but... Well, here's the thing. I'm just doing devil's advocate. I'm saying, I'm saying then it becomes you've got to have matches of same characters. That's all. You have two players who have to fight like three best of matches with using the same characters versus each other, and then that well, that's fine, but out. it severely limits the right. betting, and it's not interesting then. And yeah. but at the same time, you're also betting on players' skill with their chosen characters. Yep. Yes, Guile might be the more useful character to most people, but maybe this guy is so fucking good with Chun Li that it doesn't matter that's who's what I'm on saying. the like, Guile most side. People, most people look at look at uh, Rufus like a scrub, but if it's Justin Wong playing Rufus. Look out! You're in trouble. But you know, not everybody's Justin Wong. Well, you get those one move Nancys. Like if you remember in the original Street Fighter Two, <laughs> Torgo, Torgo, what? Where Guile could throw you from across the screen. So all you have to do is go repeat move, repeat move, repeat move. Fuck done. Yeah, but Whatever. that's but that those. I was kinds in a Street of, Fighter tournament. I was like, what is this bullshit? Yeah, those kinds of those kinds of in cheats like though. Those kinds of cheats. When people find out about them, they either get undone. Or people who keep doing that business get kicked to the side. Well, yeah, it's not, it, that's an obvious cheat. But there are obvious things. There are not so obvious uh, moves that are somehow better and easy to block. But easy love, to not I easy love to watching that shit. Say that, that are hard to block against. All right. Well, here's the thing, then, Barry. You need to go out and get super because it just came out. It's forty bucks. I'm not the person to do it because I'm terrible watch, at those games. But you can watch. Oh, watch what? <laughs> You can oh, watch I can matches. watch. Let me tell you what the worst thing ever to do is watch other people play video Are games. Are you kidding me? Oh, I disagree. Dude, that's what's going to happen. Is that the, the, the whole, There's a whole industry in South Korea. There's only one spectator sport I believe in, and that is naked roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that then you need to get the marketing on that. Don't get me wrong. I dig some roller derby now. I've, I've watched a couple things yeah. on, like, while, while I was it's doing it. It's fun. But you know what it is? It's chicks fighting. Well, yes. That's what I'm watching. I don't care about the sport. I can't watch baseball. <laughs> Why don't we bring I can back play glow. baseball. I can't the, watch it. I can play football. <laughs> I can't watch it. <laughs> who's got the glow license now? Gorgeous lady in the breast leg. I like to play sports. I like to play sports. I can't watch them. Get bored. Yeah. Well, Ugh. I'm telling you, watching a good fight match is fun. Sorry. Oh, pardon me. Watching a good fight match is good fun. Eh. Do you watch the right people playing fight match? You've seen The Beast. In action on that move back in uh, the tournament in 04. You seen that comeback? When he's fighting, it's Ken versus Chun-Li in Street Fighter 3. And he does a sequence of like eight parries in a row. And then comes back with this amazing fucking move. Look it up right now and flip your brain off. You, you'll lose your mind. <laughs> I'm not going to flip my it's, brain it's, off. It's a 20 second it's Well, a it's just about clip. says it all, doesn't it? Hey, look it up on flipyourbrainoff.com. Yeah. Alright, you've got to put a link to it. It's amazing. <laughs> Everybody who's just ever- like all the other links we've put up that we said oh, we were going to. You ass clowns. <laughs> you gotta put a link Here's up. a link to some stupid shit. It's awesome. Alright, flip your brain off. No, put it- oh. Well what, while you're looking it up, I'm gonna move on ahead. Put no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the link you. on it. I am gonna put the link on. There we all go. Right, look it up and find it. Not now. You are a butthole. <laughs> you're a podcast. I don't give a shit now. In two thousand five. <laughs> 
The state of California introduced a $1,000 fine for any merchant who sold a mature or higher-rated video game to a minor. Since then, the Entertainment Merchants Association and others have proved to lower courts that the law is unconstitutional. Now, the Supreme Court of the United States has agreed to review the case of Schwarzenegger, Governor of California, versus Entertainment Merchants et al., guaranteeing a federal decision on whether regulating the sale of video games based on their content is constitutionally sound. Schwarzenegger versus California merchants at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If the court... His name is on it? Yes, oh. it is. Talk about bite the hand that feeds you. If, what a jerk. Yeah. If the court had not decided to hear the case, the previous court's ruling that the penalty was unconstitutional would stand. Other laws like California's would have been ruled unconstitutional in other states. The Supreme Court's decision, whatever it is, will become the countrywide standard. It's You're talking about a, a Supreme Court that doesn't know how to or even does use email. Yes, you're right. Uh, as as evidence this last and, week. And had to be explained what text messages were. Oh, Jesus. Wow. From Justice Stevens, who doesn't even use computer, he writes out all of his arguments in longhand. And Ooh. sadly, one of the lawyers that was presenting the case couldn't explain it either. Do we have any faith that they're able to render a verdict on this regardless of their personal ability? That depends upon the judge. If you say Scalia, no, he he always gets personal with it. Yeah, seems to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, this but, there, there, there's at least hope that uh, we will say stay technologically ahead of these these troglodytes, and you know, this will become a moot point. In a lot of ways, it's a moot point already. Well, really, the, it just comes down to that there is a fine if you sell to somebody lower than the age is supposed to be for. Yeah. So it's not Which, like they're going away. Yeah. But. It's it just, certainly could affect the industry. Yeah. Um, if you're interested, people, if this topic will affect you in any way, if you play video games, go to videogamevoters.org and make your voice be heard. Can't the kid, this is kind of an can't the important kid buy thing. an R-rated movie? Supposedly, if you buy a DVD, they have to check your ID in the stores. Huh. It rarely happens because, well, most kids don't buy DVDs. That's true. They steal them. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to be putting a banner up for uh, your video games, your vote for Video Game Voters Network, because mm-hmm. this is kind of an important... So watch Are this one. Are you actually going to link some stuff this time, you douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, oh. I will. You better put up that Diego the, the fight, man. That's important? That's important to you, yes. but this isn't? That is... It's what we're fighting for. It's what we're fighting for. I don't talk like that. It's what we're fighting for. It's exactly what you're talking about. If you're going to tell me that a 12-year-old doesn't get to play and appreciate Street Fighter 3 because there's a character in the game that may or may not be a woman. <laughs> That's true. And that, and, that, and that raises some kind of ethical quandary for an 86-year-old son of a bitch. Well, then F you in the A. Yeah. You know, if there was jiggling titties all over the place... Up in his face, I'd be, that'd be one thing. Well, here, here's the thing. They recited on free speech yeah. for corporations due to their... Their so new they, standing? They, that, uh, their new the, standing as individual human beings? Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're individuals, so they have free speech, <laughs> so they can donate whatever they want to any political campaign. Yeah. So let's see how they side on free speech on this issue. Yeah, we'll see. They got better stop giving to Schwarzenegger. I can't believe him making that stance. I know. What a... Doof. Oh, well. I guess when you're running a bankrupt state, what do you do? 
<laughs> we need the taxes the for everything we can. If we don't collect these fines from the merchants, that is 80% of our budget. 80%. People don't realize how many fines. There's so many fines. So many children are buying illegal games and going home and playing them to their mommies. And then they're saying, oh, I want to play it some more. And then they play it too much and then they die. Christ screwdriver! Sonic screwdriver! Wrong! Since the very first Saw movie added a new layer to the horror genre, fans have wondered what happened to Dr. Gordon at the end of the very first movie and where the hell he went. Oh, no. And the answer will be revealed. Five chapters have unfolded since then. Bloody Disgusting has all the dirty details on the newest installments, including a brief synopsis on the entire cast listing. This is where it was confirmed that Carrie Elway's would indeed be returning to his original role of Dr. Gordon, rejoining Tobin Bell, who is obviously jumping back into the role of Jigsaw. Well, that makes me either uh, sad for Carrie Elwes <laughs> or uh, shocked by the staying power and or success of the Saw series in general. Well, supposedly, Seven is the last one. So, oh, okay. So this, this just Well, then, that, then it's a perfect circle. And it turns out, in the end... Yes. That Carrie Elwes mm-hmm. is actually the Dread Pirate Roberts. Oh, great, 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 great for that. <laughs> According to the LA Times, the popular <laughs> online media viewing website Hulu is getting ready to begin testing a system where users would pay nine ninety five per month Ugh. to watch their favorite TV shows well, on guess the site. What, Hulu, guess what? Test it up your ass. Because <laughs> I watch movies and TV out the yazoo on Netflix, plus get a physical movie in the mail every once in a while, plus don't have to be subjected to your commercials and your only what you want me to watch episode content. F you, Hulu, <laughs> in your hoot. Hulu, my nuts! <laughs> <laughs> In the hoo-ha. All right. In the hoo-ha. Is there any more to that story? Or is yes, that just oh, a- there, there's more. The setup, which may start in late May, would allow anyone to freely watch the newest five episodes of shows from bigger networks like Fox, NBC, and ABC, but would require you to become a paid monthly subscriber yeah. in order to see anything else yeah. and catch up with whole seasons. Yeah, yeah. Hulu these nuts. It's not known yet whether commercials would still play yeah, during a paid subscriber's yet. current video it's watching not known session. Yeah, I can tell you it will. The report indicates that Hulu is second only to YouTube for video viewing and brings in $100 million just based on its advertising alone. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm anti-Hulu. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that service. Oh, Hulu. The video game analysts and consumer commodities have been long assumed that the November launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was the biggest in entertainment history, an assertion backed by its publisher Activision only 24 hours after it became available. Guinness World Records finally recently confirmed this assumption, stating that 401.6 million grossed by Modern Warfare 2 in its first day on the shelves surpasses any comparative launch across all media platforms. More interesting, perhaps, was the fact that the launches closest to Call of Duty's record came from past video game releases as well. Grand Theft Auto 4's 310 million in 2008 and Halo 3's 170 million in 2007. Both Guinness and Activision have acknowledged the pricing difference between games and other media, but still pertain the record is impressive. It's just, I mean, (laughs) yeah. Well, 
Give me a sixty-hour movie. I'll give you sixty dollars. <laughs> maybe they should. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe they should change it to like with records. How you know it's number of copies sold certifies you platinum, gold, etc. Number of copies of X video game sold. Yeah, maybe they should do a, a golden disc award of that sort. Uh, golden platinum know. disc certified yeah. six times platinum. Yeah, maybe. Or, I fell into that. I I bought that thing first week. I couldn't resist. Just to be in the thick of, yeah. you know, I'm not even that big of a Modern Warfare fan. I don't play it online at all. And that's where the joy smoked. is. I know. I hate getting oh. killed, though. I play with friends. Yeah. yeah. But I hate getting Even it. then, it's not. It's hard. <laughs> it's not as fun. It's just I'm not very good at it. But what no, are you going to do? I, th- I find it a joy. Yeah. Especially if you play against Rick. He's really I got good. you. I got you again. He's really good. <laughs> the 360 has long been a haven for various independent websites and TV talk shows. Even those with Silver's accounts on Microsoft's console dashboard have access to a variety of unique and varied game-based programming. Enough, it seems, that talks of a dedicated television channel have already been in discussion. Yeah. Peter Chernin has reportedly come to Microsoft with the idea of an Xbox Live channel with the idea of raising the gold membership rate a few dollars to pay for it. Uh. The channel would not be limited to the console space and would support supportedly uh, feature both reran and original shows. No official plans have been announced by either party. I smell G4. Yeah. I smell another G4 in the works where they have a really great idea on the on the get-go, gate shows about video games and stuff and things kind of related, but then it'll spiral it off into, into reruns of cops. Reruns of cops. <laughs> reruns of cops and cheaters 24 hours a day. And then Ghost Hunter and, and some it, bullshit. Not even Ghost Spike Hunter. TV, it's like it's, it's a bunch thing. of it's, it's Ninja Warrior or reruns of cops. And you, Xbox subscriber, gets to pay $5 extra per year That's for it. That's where I'm like... I, I see myself canceling. Suck it. No, you wouldn't cancel. Dude. I would seriously consider it the first yeah, time I see fucking cops or cheaters on the Xbox network. Yeah. I loved G4's idea. But don't you I love, thought it was going to be shows about gamers and gaming culture. Yeah. Well, and just, so much. You know what? Even geek culture, right. I'll take. The shows that are on there, bullshit. Yeah. And they repeat them all the time. I think yeah. there's like one show left, and it's Attack of the Show. And it's like they're a little catch-all. Yeah, they used to show uh, those great old video game like rehashes. like Supercade or yeah, whatever. Like yeah, that. That's right. Like, they did show a little bit of Supercade and some other stuff like that. Bring it, man. Get it back on Okay, there. yeah, you're right. X-Play. There's the other one. But, you know, there's some other great shows about geek culture that you could easily throw on that channel. Hey, I don't know. Mean, Ugly couch Ugly show. Couch show. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hint, hint, hint. Oh, they also are doing that web soup too. Web soup is really fun. It is fun. It is and good. I'm listening to uh, the Nerdist right now. Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm listening to some of that too. It's yeah. really great. He just had great. There's three uh, Adam shows. Savage. <laughs> he just had Adam Savage on. Nice. Who, uh, Adam Savage just played with us at uh, Matt Donnelly's Executive Monkeys. That was a good show that we had at the Palms. Thank you very much. It was uh, an improv night of frivolity. Great fun, and hopefully there'll be more of that. But yeah, why not have an improv show on... Uh, as long as it's geek-related. As saying. long as it's geek-related. Because, you know, this stuff does not take much. It's all news and reviews anyway. It's not like original content. Well, why don't we, we put together a off. channel? No. Why don't we put together a show that they could use on this channel? Yeah, well, I think we already it. have. We're doing it. We're doing it. But uh, ours is free. That's why it's awesome. That's it right. would be when free you start, But you know what? When you become beholden to advertisers, you play reruns of Cops because there's millions of dollars in it. Look at sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. 
Their, their network I, sucks. I try not to Yay, wrestling. It burns your Ooh. fucking eyes. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, anger. <laughs> well, it's science fiction. <laughs> That's just true. Just look at it's the explosions fiction. when they come out. It's fiction in that they're not really fighting, and it's science in that chemical science has created these bodies. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> what? This dick isn't going to suck itself. Uh... If you were a wrestler, that dick couldn't even see itself. <laughs> because they use chemicals that basically neuter themselves. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Triple H's babies are retarded. <laughs> no, he doesn't have any. Because he doesn't have a penis anymore. It shrunk back up in his belly. I'm not meaning to talk shit about Triple H. If I ever met him, I'd probably be like, hey, you're cool. But then I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't be able to help myself. I'd glance. No, Paul would be like, "Hey, you dickless monkey, you're pretty cool." (laughs) What's it like having your sack the size of a tiny walnut? (laughs) Your whole sack with both balls, eye walnut. It's like two little raisins. What's it like? What happens? GameStop's about to get some strange competition as the convenience store chain. 7-Eleven. Strange competition? Yeah. Huh. Barry's my strange competition. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he keeps swooping in when I'm about to make the move. 7-Eleven? And I don't get no strange. Oh, yeah. I know, I know where you're going. I just heard this. <laughs> what the fuck are you going off on now? Strange. Yeah, I know A strange. strange. <laughs> <laughs> GameStop getting in my game now? Come on. They're going to be living up to their name. GameStop. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Proceed. 7-Eleven has now entered the used game business. What? Yep. <laughs> they sell gas and Slurpees. <laughs> <laughs> they sell shit to, hot, to smokers. And, and to, oh, whoops. What? They sell shit to people who are wait, high at four in the morning? Wait, yeah. They, they, don't sell, they don't sell gas. Oh, right. Oh, right. oh yeah. Oh, right. Go on. Dude, they made so much money when they sold Warcraft. They sold Warcraft? Yeah. They, they sold did. the recent Warcraft updates. Did they? Here's the thing. When they sold the recent Warcraft updates, they also broke street date on them big time. Oh, did they? No. Yeah. Which got a couple of stores in giant quotation marks trouble. Whatever. <laughs> they still sold a fuck ton of games, right? And there's people walking up there. Because, you know, these 7-Eleven guys, they're about, they're about not getting shot. They're not about, <laughs> oh, I guess I can't sell you this for another few days. Be like, yeah, you know what? I need that Azeroth update right now. Great. So when I walk into the 7-Eleven, and I just want to put 20 on pump number 5, i got to wait behind this asshole selling his old copies of Banjo-Kazooie. Wait, your 7-Eleven uh, still sell gasoline? Really? Wait, your, ban- your, your 7-Eleven sell Banjo-Kazooie? <laughs> uh, our trade-in policy differs. I can give you a Slim Jim for that <laughs> two human. You know what? I will trade you in Slim Jim pounds for two human. That is, people th- that is a great deal, actually. You know what would be the awesome? people at Seven Eleven do not know video games. But, but I can't ask them fucking questions. But they know snack items. <laughs> so, <laughs> so instead of a trading system, Seven Eleven, I propose Here we go. you take the larger step, and the step that's going to put you on the avant-garde bleeding edge of society once the bomb hits. Yes, you should become a barter system. You bring in a video game and you can get X amount of pounds of raw food slash sugar based drink. Instead of store credit? Instead of store credit. Like a pound of butter? It is store credit. Well, but no. It's a direct trade. There's no 
exchange. There's not even a receipt. Only a stamp on the hand and a handshake. <laughs> That's it. That's Here it. is Katamari Damacy. I will take this pound of butter. I will allow it. Enjoy your butter. <laughs> and I will roll the Katamari. Dude, have you been to a 7-Eleven recently? Yeah, that's the guy who works there at my 7-Eleven. He's all, how may I help you this day? The people at my 7-Eleven are wide and don't speak English. The people at my 7-Eleven are apparently elder gods. I will, <laughs> I will service you in the great way of the tradition of old. Have yourself a Twinkie. <laughs> Well, 7-Eleven has entered into partnership with Game Trading Technologies, a company that specializes in refurbishment and redistribution of used games. 7-Eleven... creative names for companies. They're calling the marketing push Great Games Below $20 program. Mm-hmm. So it's, it sounds like $20 is the cap. That's, uh, interestingly enough, that's also what can be obtained behind the alley of the 7-Eleven. <laughs> great games for under $20. Find the salami. It's a great game. Where did that salami go? Put the rock in the pipe and ignite it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Exactly. Now, because it's what's going to happen, yeah. People are going to trade in games. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. GameStop has basically become a pawn shop. That's right? true. I mean, we all have bought a used game. Yes. Once in our life. Yeah. And and sat there and gone. Someone stole this. <laughs> Someone stole this. <laughs> took off the shrink wrap hastily and sold it to GameStop. Well, I told you about my first Atari, right? <laughs> How it came in a brown bag. I think that's why they put it in those sleeves now, so you can see a little less of the what came with it. The chicanery, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, and but you know that's just it. So now they're cutting out the need to be mall appropriate attired. Now you don't even have to be mall appropriate attired. You can wear what you'd wear to a Seven <laughs> Eleven and trade a game, which means every vagrant. Who happens upon any unlocked door? Oh so, boy. so a lot more sweats and flip flops. Eh? I see a lot more thieving going on. Is what I see. Seven Eleven sell trading video games is going to put a bump up on people losing their video games. I don't know. I've never gone into a Seven Eleven and said, you know, I think I'll buy a video game or a movie while I'm here. I want gas. I want water. Impulse buy. Right next Apparently to the- they sold the hell out of the last version of Madden NFL. It's right so next to the well, There's a different target audience for Madden yes, NFL. Yes, but, but I'm just for- saying they stocked it and were sold out. Hey, but they sold NFL and they sold Madden. They sold Warcraft, buddy. Mm-hmm. They sold a shit ton of Warcraft. Wow. Those huh? those par- parties don't necessarily clash. Well, hey, I'm all about buying stuff at 20 at 24 hours. You know. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's the other the big thing. thing. That, well, that's Walmart's cutting into a lot of... Because uh, when do we get together? We all get together late at night, and there's no time to go unless we want to go to Wally Town, and I hate yeah. going to Wally Town for yeah. any reason. Yeah, it's not fun. I want I want that copy of Jugs, that can of Skull, <laughs> and that copy of Dragon Age. That's what I want. That's, buddy, I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you, Jethro. Saturday, the great Gundam Cafe opened in Akihabara, <laughs> district of Tokyo. You may be shocked to realize that the theme consists mostly of a few goofy Gundam-themed food items and plenty of Gundam merchandise for sale, along what? with a few famous Gundam creator signatures and art on the wall, but probably not. It's still a mini-restaurant based entirely on the Gundam anime series. 
You know what else they did last week? What's and that? they closed it down already? What's that? They opened up an Evangelion-themed convenience store. Really? Yes. In the area of Tokyo, that is the supposed home of Tokyo 3 after the first impact. Okay. Uh, they opened this, dude, and man, the pictures from this thing look like my room eight years ago. Seriously? Yes. Are you, are you kidding? <laughs> no. I I'm, can never tell. You're like the boy who cried wolf. No, at this time I'm serious as a heart attack. <laughs> they open it up. Again, I don't want to stress you out by telling you to go look at it on the web right now, Barry. <laughs> but if you'd like to, there's amazing images. And they sold everything. They themed it out okay. with the Nerve emblem, the new kind of updated emblem. Yeah, yeah. And it was all tied into the re- the release. You know, they're re-releasing the, the, the series in a four-movie format. He's not lying. I'm not lying. And I lost my Does it not look like my room seven years ago? I don't know. I'm still pulling it up. <laughs> anyway... They, the, the thing was open for under a week. Okay. So uh. popular that they had to close it. Because in the neighborhood, gangs of fanboys and people were coming along at all hours of the night. Going, oh! You know, really? losing their fucking shit over the Evangelion convenience store. Whoever what? thought of something being too popular that they got to close it? What the yeah. shit is that? Bless Japan. That's just it. Well, it's Japan. Bless Japan. It's too popular because, you know, it's causing too much noise at night. I, I can't see any pictures because I can't read Japanese well, don't look it up on a Japanese site. I'm not looking not. it up on a Japanese site, you ding-dong. <laughs> anyway, it's a famous, uh, or it's a well-known, it'd be like 7-Eleven when they did okay. the, the Simpsons. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Evangelion. So, are there, like, guys, like, touching girls while they're in comas and masturbating in the booth next to <laughs> you? Yeah, in the, back, in the back, that's going on. Well, they give you sacks that have stuff on it. I mean, don't even do it. It looked amazing, though. And it sold toys and just, oh, I, <sighs> I really kind of cried a little bit because I wanted to go and buy everything there. Well, that's how Japan does it. This is how we do it here in the States. This past Saturday, there was a car wash event in L.A. I saw this. It was a car wash staffed by attractive girls in Star Wars costumes. Slave Leia. Mostly Slave Leia's. So basically, for a price, a gaggle of Slave Leia's washed your car. Oh, my God. The proceeds benefit the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and it was sponsored by G4's Attack of the Show. Ironically, many of the children were already at the event having their wish fulfilled. Two words with a single rock, methinks. Make-A-Wish, boom, it comes true. Which, that's it for news, all of it, and our expansive commentary this fine day. So they can only leave us with the big list. Big list. Big list. And today's big list. Big list. Five nerdy cereals that deservedly failed. No. I know one of them already. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Child. Actually, I know a couple of them. This is created by Brian Tumble of, again, top, Topless Robot. Who can I say which ones? List. You know what? Go ahead and throw a few out there. All right. What we got? Quiz cereal should have been done. Urkelos. C3PO's. I love that cereal. Yeah, C3PO's were pretty tasty, tasty, but they were basically Frosted Cheerios before Frosted Cheerios. Well, most of these are bad ones. Okay, I'll tell you the worst one. Super Mario cereal? Donkey Kong. Was it just pure sugar? No, it was was Captain Crunch, but not well processed. I remember that. Very jagged. I remember that. Yeah, you remember that shit was really not. It hurt to eat it. Yes, it hurt like a motherfucker. Donkey Kong cereal hurt your mouth. I can remember having a sore mouth as a kid from eating Donkey Kong cereal. Yeah, I remember that. And still going back for more. Well, you know what? It's it not on barrel. the list. It's not on the list? But it's it has a surrogate. Okay. It has Pac-Man surrogate. cereal was so, good. How about uh, Mr. Pac-Man T's? Pac-Man cereal was the shit. Mr. T's cereal. Mr. Um, T. 
So there's your throws. During the 80s and 90s, cereal companies saw the commercial success of cereal characters. Count Chocula, Tony the Tiger, Toucan Sam, already established cereal mascots, spawning merchandise and characters. Little universes that only lived in 30-second commercials. The next logical step was clearly to cash in with the serials based on current popular cartoons, movies, and characters. Sometimes what we were given was an incredible marriage of breakfast treat, i.e. C-3PO. C-3PO's was good. Coming to a breakfast near you. Sometimes we got these. (laughs) Number five. E.T. Cereal. Oh, no. E.T. Two simple letters that evoke some the strongest feelings of compassion, of friendship, the quest for acceptance in an unfair society. Also, it was a crappy cereal. (laughs) Was it all E's and T's? Yes, it was. Much like the legendary (laughs) bad Atari game, the cereal seems to have been a crappy rust job. Yeah. The only reason the execs of Ralston, more commonly known as Ralston Purina Purina (laughs) chose pieces that are shaped like E's and T's as opposed to a far more sensible and marketable pairing with Reese's Pieces. So the alphabets... We're yeah. all missing uh, E's, E's and, and T's, T's. for, for oh, about Oh, the six marvelous months. thing your children can spell with E and T. Things like teat and T. <laughs> it's really no surprise that a cereal made by a pet food manufacturer failed so miserably. Teddy. Number four. Smurf Berry Crunch. Oh, Smurf yeah. Berry Crunch is fun to eat. A Smurfy fruity breakfast treat. That's as far as I know. Made, made by Smurfs so happily. They taste like Smurfy Crunch Berries. I can't remember the rest of the word. How do you know this much? I'm impressed how far you got on that. Wow! have some of my little Smurfs. Part of a balanced breakfast. It was on like all the time when I was a kid. I remember wow. the first Crunchy. two lines. Yeah, but the, you guys just went way beyond. Made by Smurfs so happily, they taste it's like, like they taste like crunchy Smurf crunchy berries. Smurf berries. <laughs> They're with uh, I'm afraid and impressed. Yeah, I can't remember. They're the... very red and Smurfy blue. That's how it ended. And then there was like Gargamel going, like I want them too. And then Azrael screams, Why can't I have any? Anyone ah. familiar with the little blue creatures knows the food of choice for the little Belgian elves, Smurf berries. Anyone raised watching the show always wondered Belgian. what they tasted like. Oh, they're French. In 1983, it seemed the mystery was over. By all accounts, the cereal tasted fantastic. It was good. The taste was unlike anything people could even pinpoint. As far as anyone knew, they really did taste like Smurf berries. So why did it fail? Simple. It turned people's shit blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reason to buy it. No yeah. mother is willing to reconcile her child's turd health for the sake of taste. And Smurf Berry Crunch it was, was off so the market. Good. I had that stuff. It was I good. Can, I got I it. I can lot. taste it now. Yeah. That's how chemically strong it's printed on my brain. This is so true. I can taste it right now. That's it's not bad. far off from like Booberry. Yeah, it's not far it, off from that. It true. tasted. Yeah, it was, it was just like every other like uh, the it's Captain like, Cunt, Captain Crunch Berries. Captain Cunt? What? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, look out for the soggy cunt. Oh, no. This cunt is soggy. And it smells terrible. Oh, boy. Thanks, Torgo. I blame you for my stuttering today. Captain Cunt has has to go find a razor. Oh, you know what? Mine might have gotten us a base. Yours filled the bases and knocked it home. Really? (laughs) Oh, the Um, soggies are crazy. Coming out of my cunt berries. Captain Crunchberry. <laughs> anyway. 
Oh, this is oh. not even supposed to be peanut butter cunts. <laughs> God. Oh, no. uh, that was the one that did it. Yes. Nothing will be as bad as the Slurpee, the Slurpee uh, black raspberry. Toast. Uh, that stuff made your mouth turn green. Smurfberry blue butt to this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Nerds cereal. I yeah. remember Nerds cereal. That was kind of like the Zelda and uh, the Nintendo Entertainment Cereal system. Yeah. Well, Didn't it come in thing. like two separate, yeah, like, two separate bags? bags. That's yeah. right. The Nintendo cereal system did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. pretty much like everyone. Zelda and Mario. Everyone loves uh, Willy Wonka's nerd candy. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. But the nerd cereal was a catastrophe, bad enough to make J- Willy jump in the Chocolate River. This cereal was divided into two separate compartments in the box, but yep. that didn't matter at all because they were both disgustingly terrible. Mm-hmm. The cereal had a sweet and salty taste. That was something like a bowl of tricks soaked in brine. It left stores very quickly, and the taste buds of children everywhere were eternally grateful. It's because the soggy's got to it. <laughs> no, it was just terrible. You gotta Too have sweet. A, you gotta have Captain Cunt's defenses. <laughs> or the soggies will ruin your delicious breakfast time. Oh, oh no. My God. Oh soggies. Mr. T cereal at number two. Mr. I, T. I remember yeah. this. Woo-hoo. Eat your milk. Drink your school. <laughs> <laughs> Trade your vitamins. <laughs> oh God. Go to go to your vitamins. Eat your milk. Drink your school. Yeah, do you remember that? Do you remember that smeggle bit? I gotta work. <laughs> I need work. That's what it was. I need work. <laughs> he was going around with it. Did you ever see that one? No, I like, oh, haven't seen that. The Saturday TV oh, Funhouse Fun right? Fun Link time. You've got to have that Smigel link. Uh, Seriously, come on. It's not that hard. It's so funny. It's such a funny bit, Mister T. I need work. <laughs> well, Mister T is Eat cool. School, go to milk. Say your prayers. There are far worse ways to shill cereal than to have Mr. T running around high-fiving children to rock music telling us it's cool. The only problem being, like Donkey Kong, that even Mr. T couldn't save the fact that the cereal sliced through the roof of your mouth like it was made of gravel. Yeah, And wasn't it just a bunch of teas, too? Yes. People... It was the E.T. cereal without the E. They used the E. strainer. <laughs> it kind of tasted like Captain Crunch, if I remember. Oh, yeah. No, it tasted very dissimilar. It didn't have anti-soggy protection. Ooh. No, it did. It tasted like it was Captain Crunch. All right, people complain about Captain Crunch, but that's because Crunch has been around for 57 years. Oh. Mr. T's cereal lasted long enough to make it into Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and yep. that's it. Yep. Let me tell you something about some Captain Crunch. Carl Jr. <laughs> what makes the they have best a Captain Crunch shake? Captain Crunch shake. Are you serious? Ooh, peanut butter shake? I didn't even know about this. No, it's, it's not around too often, but it's but so good. It's just a shake, shake they make with Captain Crunch. Ooh, it's it's like good. vanilla ice cream and Captain Crunch, and it is amazing. Yeah, it's so shit. good. Captain I, Crunch is good, man. Peanut I butter Crunch this. got me through college. I don't like the peanut butter crunch. Oh, peanut butter is fine. I don't like the Crunch Berries. That's just a straight up Captain Crunch. No, I like the old school Crunch Berries before they fucked with it. Yeah. Well, they do do it. They changed, they it changed the, the flavor around entirely. Yeah. The worst one, sugariest cereal, all berries. Um, it's just all like, fucking crunch that's berries. Like, that's it. That's a little more like Smurfberry Crunch. That's true. It probably is. It is. It's a little more like it, but not quite. And the number one most undeserved cereal, as called by Barry, Urkel O's. I fucking called it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Urkel O's. Then I put milk on there. Hey, we're two for five. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! 
Steve Urkel started out as a minor recurring character on Family Matters, but he quickly skyrocketed to the most popular character on the show. Did I balance that breakfast? Reports vary as to taste. Some classify it as barely passable, while others regard it as the most disgusting thing that ever spawned out of aisle 12. It was pretty, it was pretty foul. With an aftertaste that stayed with you the rest of the day. Ooh. Much like that show. It's not too comforting. The cereal might give you a serious case of Urkel breath. The box included a coupon for free fruit with your next purchase of Urkelos. Probably something to cover up the taste. Ooh. It's hard to imagine that with all the suave and sophistication of Steve Urkel, the cereal only graced the shelves of grocery stores for a few months. My sisters loved family matters. Strawberry and banana. And that Urkel character would drive me crazy. Barf. I'm like, change oh, the channel, yeah. change the channel, change the channel. Yeah. Oh, so it, terrible. Yeah, it was... I, Strawberry I, banana could, artificially flavored. Ugh. Oh, that sounds rancid. Oh. And the picture of Urkel. On the Even Carl would need it. Ah. Urkel reminds me of Roggle. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Imagine if Urkel met Roggle, the universe would explode. Yeah. It'd be amazing. That sounds like uh, the next sitcom on Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and then he meets the Soggies, yeah. and the Cuntberries come flying out. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for the big list, Watch which can only mean... Berries. Time to wake up Mumra! It's what? time to oh, wake up Mumra. Yeah, You're going to wake him up today. I'm, I'll I'm go going get down him. There. Hold yeah, on, I'm going to go down into the pit of ultimate evil. Oh, boy. I hope he's in a good mood. He's never in a good mood. Mumra! Mumra! Who calls me from my chamber? Hi, Mumra. Good to have you back on the show. Oh, you seem to be in good mood today, Mumra. It is a good day to be alive or undead, as the case may be. Well, right. I tell you what, uh, the show is going a little long today, Mumra. So we're going to go right into the questions. I'll tell you what else goes a little long. Oh, please tell oh. me, Mumra! <laughs> <Yeah>. You're <my> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, okay. a, what a great image, Mumra. I just want the ladies to know what I'm about. <laughs> so that's what's under all Okay, those, well, I've got some questions cause. for you, Mumra. Are you ready? Shoot! I'm part of a small church group, and we have a problem with one of the ladies. She must practically bathe in her perfume, a scent so strong that some of the others have dropped out because they're allergic to it. Few even went to the doctor. So do we tell her that her perfume is making us sick? There is a simple solution. It is written that you should cut off your nose to spite your face. So do it! <laughs> cut your noses away that you will no longer smell. And once you have rid yourself of the scent of smell, you will be more inclined to endure the ravages of Mumra! Oh, yeah, fucking! Because I don't smell terribly good. Okay! <laughs> Alright, another one for you. I recently gave birth to my first baby, and I'm already having issues with my in-laws. They're both heavy smokers. My husband and I agree it's unhealthy to bring our baby into this nicotine-filled house, and my in-laws are outraged. We told them they're welcome to visit us, but they accuse us of keeping their grandson from them. Are we being unreasonable? What should we do? I think I should turn this question over to the expert 
my friend, Nicoderm Stopsmogsky. Oh, oh, God. I want to thank Momra <laughs> for letting me talk and say what this happened. Okay, first of all, baby, to smoke, great. It's calm, right? Okay. Have, have you smoke and not be calm? No. You want baby calm? Have baby smoking. It's great. Baby be all, oh, so relaxed. So if you want nervous baby, angry baby, don't let have smoke. Fine. Don't ever give. It's your plan. It's your baby. If you're afraid of the cough and the cough, cough, wheeze, and the all breathing bad lung, then give patch. Give patch to baby. He loved too. Oh, I'm great. I'm have so much relax. So that's what baby needs. You want cry baby? Have cry baby. You want relax patch baby? Do that. You know, bottom of foot, no one even see. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dickinger, for stepping in on oh, that yeah, one. No problems. No problems having. I have another question. Okay. My husband and I have a daughter who has given us four beautiful grandchildren. On Christmas and their birthdays, we like to give them, we like to give them each a toy. Now, the problem is that our daughter invariably takes the toys away, withholding them as a form of punishment, which seems unreasonable. What can we do? You should have the children receive invisible toys that do not truly exist. Give them toys of the mind, and their mother can have no domain over such things. For when they wish them to be there, there they are. Next Christmas, hand out empty boxes filled with whatever their wildest dreams can uh, imagine. That seems pretty cheap, Mama. They always... Listen. <laughs> it is not only a cost-saving measure, but it is an example for the children to follow in the future. None have domain over the mind. Even in prison, a man can be free. Even locked in a sarcophagus, for millennia, suffering while those wretched thundercats invade your third earth when the mutants try in their way to help you. What does this have to do with toys? I'm just venting. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't let that bitch take their toys. <laughs> Tell that bitch what's up. You don't use toys like that. Okay. Well, thank you, Mumra. Thank you. That was uh, very enlightening. Some good advice there. Well, oh, I guess. What, what was Nicoderm Stop Smokesky doing in your sarcophagus? He is my supplier. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know of what. He and Marmot go way back. <laughs> I'm returning to my sarcophagus. I must slumber. Oh, okay. Uh, thank well, you. Thank you, Mom Ron. Oh, and he's a snorer. He oh. goes asleep fast. Yeah, he does. He missed his sarcophagus. Close that door so jealous. we don't have to hear it. Chitara, chitara, chitara. <laughs> Great. Why don't we privy to this information? It's better that than Wiley. Kitten. There it is, folks. A happy heaping helping of Couchcast this Can't evening. Throw, go slower. Hey, Paul, go close slower. that door while you're over there. Okay, sorry. Ooh. But until next week, I yeah. am Master Torgo. Dr. Vlark. The famous Paul. And 80s Jeff. And uh, have a great week out there. Go geek out on something big. Monstrous. Yeah. What's go coming out soon? Find a slave Leia. 
get they're Super out there Street Fighter cars. 4 and play with me online. There it is. The, they're at the challenge, the invite. Go look on Obsidian Portal slash campaign slash Shadows of the Dragon God and follow along as we fail miserably at Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. And Iron Man 2 next week. That's what it is. Everyone's so excited. We're doing that. All All right. Right. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh my God. What are we... Geek out. It's all fiber too, Papa Smurf. Smurf Berry Crunch cereals, a very smurfy part of this nutritious breakfast.